Welcome to the journey. This podcast takes you on a journey of life experiences, awakening you to the power of God's love and reminding you how awesome you are through his eyes. This is the Apple Eye Movement, and I am your proud host and the founder, Iris, and I welcome you to today's journey. We are continuing with our segments on communication. We know that communication is an art. Communication is essential for any relationship. Tonight, I am so ecstatic to have with me someone that is very near and dear to my heart, Mr. Arnold Frazier. And on this journey this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're tuning in, we are going to be talking about the importance of communication in a relationship. So um, welcome, Reg. That's what I call him. Welcome, Reg. Bless us. All right. So you want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and talk a little bit about how we are um, in terms of our relationship. <laughs> uh, that's funny. How about I leave you to uh, oh, God. describe and uh, speak a little bit about a relationship? But I speak on myself. I'm born and raised in Bronx. Um, went to the public school system. Graduated from Monroe College. Hold a degree in justice and criminal justice. I've been civil service entitled employee working for the New York City Transit Authority over 30 years now. Uh, very much a God-fearing man, a minister on the staff of the New Day Tabernacle uh, Church and Covenant. And I'm just blessed. I'm a father of four, grandfather of two, and in relationship. How about that? Okay. So um, the reason why I invited um, Reg, as I call him, to be on this segment is because of the nature of our relationship. Um, so I'm going to throw the ball back in his court. And um, what is the nature of this relationship? As we like to uh, title it, significant others, companions. Okay. So um, currently we are dating um, as two Christian people, um, not married, but we, in our relationship, have to communicate. And so um, we have been in this relationship for quite some time. And we have had some ups and some downs. We've hit some road bumps, but um, through it all, um, we remain very good friends. And I think that our level of communication has been a blessing. I mean, is there room for improvement? I guess we both would say, yeah, right? Yes, there's always <laughs> okay. room for improvement. There's always room for improvement, amen. But as um, a male and female relationship, as you um, deemed it being one another's significant presence um, in one another's life, how do you think our commute, what are the pros and cons? Can we just be a little transparent? Um, actually, 
pause, put pump the brake on that question and let me go back. What is communication to you? We understand communication is exchange of information between two people. And we know that communication can be more than just verbal expression. It could be nonverbal or written. But to you, what, what is very important about communication in regards to relationships to in through your eyes? <laughs> well, you threw out uh, a multitude of questions right there. And uh, that's a very broad question. But the fact that you said uh, communication is informational, it's a process of exchanging information. And I believe in all relationship, communication is the nucleus. And it has to be developed. It has to be uh, strengthening. And it has to be the, the very focal point of any relationship, it's, whether it's with uh, your spouse, significant other, child, uh, employer, your God. So uh, communication is very important. And it's a heavy uh, discussion. I'm glad that we're having this discussion. And without proper communication, we will have uh, an unsuccessful relationship. Okay. So now let me ask you a question because you said something very um, important there when you said that without communication or effective communication, I think you said that then you wouldn't have a good relationship. So sometimes communication can be broken down. So of course, will impact the relationship. So how, because there's so many people out there that are in a relationship, maybe like ourselves, um, may not be married, but they are um, dating or they may even be married, but still there is a breakdown in their communication. Um, what would you tell someone to help them avoid that breakdown? I think the, the the issue that we're dealing with on the table right now is maybe the the it's in the exchange, how effective the exchange of communication is. Not only you have to be a good hearer, but you have to be a good listener. And to operate effectively in your communication in exchanging well, one has to hear, one has to listen, one has to do the talking, one has to and you know it's right it's reciprocal and you know we both can't be talking at the same time or neither one us are here and we both can't be silent at the same time and then there's no effective communication going on and you hate that absolutely I'm, that's my, because my whenever like you <laughs> you hate that like when i have because i'm the one i guess that probably talks more than you do okay and whenever i'm silent you always interpret that to be something negative. You do. And sometimes I just, I, I actually want to be silent. And you, you, you take the talking role. You know, I can't talk all the time, but a lot of times when I'm silent, you take it as a negative. Well, let's, let's, let's bring clarity to that because of the, uh, the length of our relationship in the majority of time, you have been the, the talker, so you say, <laughs> and uh, okay. the one who's been the more communicative, and, that, and that's that's no uh, no knock at you. I think women in general talk more. Here we go. Men. And mm -hmm. so, with that being said, you know when you get quiet, 
and I don't know you to be a person of quietness, the first thing I come to my mind, okay, what, what did I say wrong? Or what's the mm -hmm. thought process? Because you can continually go from one subject to the next subject. And, um, you know, it's not the norm. Okay, he's put me on blast, y'all. <laughs> he's put me on blast. That's okay. I'm, but so, but I, I don't know. Let's let's see. Let's go back to the the question at hand. Yeah. To avoid the breakdown. Let's stay at the questions, please. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. We could be transparent, but not not okay. So to avoid the breakdown in communication in a relationship, like okay. So since we're already talking about us, um, and you said you don't like the silence, so how do you address that? Because you can't force someone to speak if they're not in that, if they're not feeling it, if they don't want to be expressive verbally at that moment. So what what can be done or what should be done or what have you done in, in the past? So Iris doesn't want to be um, expressive at this time. She's quiet. So how do you avoid um, putting distance or helping to avoid anything becoming a wedge well, I don't I don't believe that it, it should be a wedge or a discord created I just think that it should be uh, expressed and it, sh it should be informed remember we're talking about communication and communication is informing or an exchange of information if you feel like you don't want to be expressive or in a mood talking mode then you should express that you know let the person know let the individual know how you're feeling or what's going on don't just okay. stop and do it you know that's where the breakdown is because you normally having a, a conversation and then all of a sudden the person stops speaking okay so i appreciate that's almost like life you know you're living and then all of a sudden the person stops breathing he's dead right mm, that's good that's good stuff there sir so, but let me ask you a question because you said something, and, and again, we're going to be a little transparent here. Long so, you said, stick with the questions that you gave me, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You want to be, you want to have jokes. All right. So, now when you are being honest with your significant other, because, you know, we have had that experience also when I may be, I'll put it on me. All right. I'll put it on me. I'm having a moment. I'm not really feeling you at this time. And I don't want to because I can become angry and get a little um, vile. And I want to avoid any confrontation. So I want to pull back and get silent. But you don't like that. You don't like when I get silent. So what I would try to do, if I'm understanding what you're saying, is say, you know what? now is maybe not a good time. I need like a little space right now. I need a little time. And then, um, you know, maybe I'll talk to you later or I'll call you tomorrow. Or sometimes, you know, I'll just say I, I need a few days just to digest all that took place, depending on what it is, what the circumstances are. Then you, the other person has to respect that. Okay. Uh, I want to answer it in this way, then I believe that then that's a, a weakness. That's a that's an area that need to be strengthened, because if you're expressing the fact that you just need a moment, it's one thing. But when a moment turns into 
hours or a few days and a night, then that's something that's not good communication. That's the Bible says one should not go to bed with wrath. You know, you need to clear up some things before you shut the communication down. Amen. Okay. So let me ask you um, some personal questions, if I might. Is it on the question list you gave me? (laughs) Yes, it's on the question list. All right, let's go. Okay. So what are some of your communicative, because it seems like we've been highlighting Iris just a wee too much. So um, what are some of your communicative strengths and what are some of your weaknesses in terms of a relationship with your significant other? Uh, I want to say, let's deal with weakness, since that's the one you want to highlight. No, I said strengths and weaknesses, but you can start with weaknesses, however you want to do it. I want to say weaknesses and patience. Mm. That's just so wait a minute. Wait, wait, let me see if I can. I, I want to hear you repeat that one more time, please. Patience. Th- that you lack patience. I just said I lack patience. You said, where's my weakness? I said patience. Oh, okay. See, see the communication when you add a word or when you say something that the individual didn't say that can cause a breakdown. That can cause an issue. I said, my weakness is patience. Amen. Okay. And how about your strengths? My strength? Uh, I want to, if I can put it in words, uh, uh, AA, attentive, attentively, and actions. I'm very attentive, and I'm, and I'm more so a doer. You know, you have to hear the word and do the word. You know, I, I, I move on actions. That shows an individual that you was listening. If you said something and I react to it or move in that notion or just simple, simple that you have a desire for something and I uh, somehow bless you with it in terms you understood in that communication right there that I not only listened and hear, I moved on what I heard. Just like the word of God, right? We're supposed to do. Amen not just hear it, but allow it to come inside of our person and begin to walk in it and live it. Absolutely. And I, you know what? And, and I will say that about you. You are very AA, maybe because your first name begins with A as well, mm-hmm. but you, you definitely are attentive. I'm very fortunate to be in relationship with someone that is a, as attentive as you are and you do follow through with the actions. And the thing that I appreciate about you is that you will, um, I don't, talking about communication, I don't have to state a thing. Maybe you will pick up on my um, demeanor. You will, like, let's just say, for example, if we happen to be out at the mall, I won't say anything. But if you notice that I keep going by one particular store or looking at one particular thing, I don't have to say I like that or I want that but you just will notice that I'm glancing at it. So you're picking up on my nonverbal um, communication. And then the next thing I know, there's a box with a bow. And that thing that I never even asked you for, because I usually don't ask for anything, do I? No. Amen. And so that means that you are blessed as well. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. 
And so, um, cause I don't put pressure on you for, for things. <coughs> Bless God. Mm-hmm. We'll be transparent, but okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, okay. All right. so, um, and then the next thing I know I'll have it. So you have been, um, picking up on some nonverbal cues, even if I didn't say it. And it wasn't like I was asking for it anyway, but I will give you that. And I thank God for that. And, um, a lot of men out there that are listening, um, can pick up on that same thing. And I also want to actually, as we're talking about communication. Well, can I, and I, can I take piggyback on that? I, sure. I like to say that because uh, that is uh, effective communicator. That, that's a portion of being an effective communicator. If you know um, your person, the individual, and you're being attentive, if you see, you don't have to always hear. But we, we just finished discussing communication is not only just verbal or uh, written, it's also physical, it's also, you know, mood swings, it's, it, knowing that individual. And so I, I think that that's where my, my strength is. And I also want to say that my weakness, so I, th- I think you can agree with both, my strength and my weakness. And far as patience is concerned, the, the scripture declared mm-hmm. that faith worketh patient. And because I have faith in this relationship, it's given me a measure of patience. In this, in us, in you, even in um, communication. So when there is a breakdown, I just apply my faith. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All right. So I don't know if I should talk about my strengths and weaknesses. Would you like me to? Yes, why not? Because it's a two-way street, right? Absolutely. It should be one sharing one listening one listening one sharing so i'm what are my communicative um strengths and weaknesses i'm going to start with my weaknesses also i'm going to follow your lead i think um a weakness might be that i um embellish not lie but add to a story so like you could maybe my i think sometimes no let me let me rephrase that i think sometimes i misinterpret Like you could say, because I have an idea in my head or I may be feeling some kind of way, you could be saying something like, you could be saying, um, you look beautiful today. And because I didn't feel like this was my best day and that I kind of just threw it together or like I know that there are certain ways that you like to see me dressed and I wasn't dressed that way because um, Reg is a, well, I'm not going to say that, but let's, that's TMI. Um, so if I'm feeling like, if I'm maybe not feeling beautiful this particular day, but you say, you know, you look beautiful today, that's what you said, but that's not what I heard because that's not what I received because I already had preconceived ideas in my head about how I appear that day. Or well, I'm like, you know, usually you don't like this um, when I dress like this. So then I begin to, embellish your words and interpret it and look at it through a negative light. So that is a weakness of mine. Like not taking what you say at face value. If I am in relationship with you and I know how you're wired and I should know um, more about you, I should know whether or not you're being truthful and forthright and not take it so personally because at that moment 
I'm feeling a kind of way, or I may not feel that I look beautiful this particular day. And because you say it, and you could have been totally sincere, because I don't think you usually, you're not the type to give compliments unless you mean it. And I know that. So why am I interpreting it any other way but what you said? So um, my strengths are that I am on the same token, very expressive. I think that I express myself very well to you. Um, I don't hold back any punches. I'm honest. And I let you know um, what's in my mind. <laughs> that could be a good thing and a bad thing. Okay, I'm well. It's going to uh, uh, come in agreement with, with some of the things you said. I, I, I also want to just piggyback on that just to give your listeners an understanding that we can be more strengthened in our relationship if, or anybody's relationship as far as that is concerned if you say what you mean and mean what you say without the, the particulars, the stories, the add-on, the so forth, the, the examples, it comparing personal things. If you say something, then I know that's what you mean. Don't say something, well, you know what I mean. I meant this. No, but you said this. Mm. So we can get away from saying something like speaking in parables, like the Bible. You know, we're not Jesus and the disciples. We have a different relationship. <laughs> we can speak outside of that, you know, out of that frame of mind. And you just say, because God spoke and said what he said. Let there be. And, and so there was. Okay. But when we get to that point, when we can dialogue in that manner, I think we'll have more effective communication. Okay. I can rock with that. I can rock with that. All right. So now um, you, in your introduction of yourself, you said that you were a father of four. And I don't know if everyone understands the four children that you do have because you're four, there's only one male and three daughters. And on top of that, you said you were a grandfather of two. You have two, the two grandchildren that you are blessed to have are both female and you just like your one and only son you were the only son um in your home and you had three siblings that are all female and you're very close with your mom and you have a lot of aunts that you're close with and the reason why I'm putting that out there is because I believe being so closely connected to females um has helped to shape and mold the awesome man that you are and the fact that you are, as you said earlier, that AA, that attentive person and also the actions. And I know it's the God in you as well, but you have done a phenomenal job of um, training up all four of your children, but especially being so um, in tune with your daughters and now your, your granddaughters and close with your, your, um, sisters and your mom so you are um a you unique man for many reasons but that is definitely one the way that you are so in tune with the female and how females are wired so that being said as a seasoned man of god what advice 
would you give to these millennial um, young men or the Generation Z young men on how to effectively communicate in their relationships? Because you often say this too. Um, men are, he, you must say this at least every week to me. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. But you seem to be, have one up on a lot of men, I guess, because of all the females that surround you. So what advice would you give to these young men? Mm. Well, uh, first of all, thank you. I appreciate the accolade. And I do believe, yes, um, coming up in a household of females and then having females presence in my life did um, soften my heart, just gave me an advantage point to see more how the female operate more so the men. Now, that doesn't make me soft because I'm a very strong male and my son is raised up the same way, but he also, in his defense, is very attentive to his sisters and his young lady friend. And, um, you know, it, it's just a vantage point when you can understand that females operate more emotional and men operate more physical. And, and that's probably what I would try to express to these young men today. Like I always say, men are from Mars and women from Venus. And we speak different. You know, we operate because we come from two different planets. And if we learn her love language, if you learn her love language, if you understand how she operates and what is she a person that loves gifts and compliments, if she's a person that loves to be hold and cuddled, you know, if you learn these things, you'll be further, you'll be able to navigate through the relationship better. So I would express to young men, just, just learn the love language and to understand that they don't operate like you do. You are physical. You need to see. You need to uh, touch. You need to. Uh, you need to uh, physically be engaged. They can. They, on the other hand, operate in emotions, processes things through words and feelings. So, I guess that would be my answer to that. And that is awesome advice, um, because one of the things that we did. Um, I think it was last year that we read that book. We read books together sometimes. Um, was it last year or the year before oh, a couple that we read the um, the love language book? It was a few years ago. Okay, so it's been a few years. But we read this book. Um, I'm sure, I mean, it's, it's not nothing new. It's not breaking news. But it's something that all couples um, should read. And that is what um, Reg is referencing and when we read that, um, I think, and I think that the communication improved in our relationship because we understand, like you can know someone just like the man that wrote the book in the beginning, giving, you know, someone will jump around from relationship to relationship and they don't have success because the communication is not there. And you, you have to communicate in order to keep it afloat. And if you communicate and it's not effective communication, then still the relationship will not survive. And when you know how your partner, your significant other is wired, 
And it does because it's like we it doesn't make any sense to be in a relationship with someone. And I'm, I speak Chinese and you speak German and we cannot understand one another. But if we would begin to open up our hearts and be honest with one another. And now that you know what the other person's love language is, you know what makes them tick. You know how they're wired. You know what makes them happy. You know what gets under their skin you want to avoid what gets under their skin and be more of that um pleasantry in their life or or what are we doing here i'm not here to make you miserable i'm here to enhance your life you should be here to enhance my life or or what are we doing so um that book was a blessing and it helps with the it actually is all about communicating because you, again, if you're not speaking the person's love language, then there is going to be a breakdown. So that's good. That's very good advice. And thank you for bringing that book up because that book was was a blessing. So I, I want to thank you for taking the time out to um, join the Apple Eye movement and be this significant other segment on communication. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay. I've been waiting for that. Excuse me. <laughs> what did you say? I knew you was waiting for that. If okay. we could be transparent. Sometimes uh-huh. we, we uh, and, and especially in our relationship, we, we are looking to hear something. You know, and, and a lot of times I have gotten in trouble because I didn't respond the way you thought I should have responded. And so I'm learning now, you know, through effective communication. That it's not so much uh, that I don't say or what I say is the timing or what when do I respond to what was said. Okay. And how to. Amen. Amen. All right. So thank you, um, Mr. Arnold Frazier Jr. for being on the Apple Eye Movement podcast. Welcome. It was a pleasure to be. All right. So we just want to thank God for allowing us to come together and to share with you with transparency. And we pray that this podcast was a blessing to someone out there. Remember that God loves you. He calls you and views you as the apple of his very eye. And as we're talking about communication in relationships, communication in friendships, communication with family, we must have effective and purposeful communication with our creator, which is the most important thing. That's where it starts. So we just want to remind you that you are the apple of his eye. He loves you. And so do we. Until next time, we pray the peace and the blessings of God be upon you. Amen. Amen.